Welcome to Project Star Sex, Drugs, and Relationships Laboratory. This is Janae. This is Ashton. This is Leah. And we will be talking about current issues that are affecting millennials because the struggle is definitely real. Created by millennials for millennials. We'll be tuning in every Friday. So stay tuned and keep in touch. Our Instagram is Project Star underscore wellness. Our Facebook is Project Star underscore wellness. And you can also get in touch with us through our website, etpsquad.com. So let us know what you think and hit us up. So we are back with part two of sex, drugs, and relationships laboratory, lack of sex education in America. I'm going to have Leah start off with this um, topic. It's just Leah and Mr. Eugene and myself in the building right now. Everybody else kind of had to like leave. So um, you can go ahead and start. Awesome. So today's topic is all about pornography. Um, what it is, um, how can we um, consider it in terms of understanding maybe some of the not so best aspects of it, aspects right. that might be potentially helpful, um, and just kind of a light discussion about just some important educative pieces about pornography. Um, so I kind of want to open the floor uh, for the first question to be... Um, <laughs> What do you feel like people get wrong about pornography, good or bad? Um, that they're actors. I don't think they realize a lot of porn stars are just actors. So some of the stuff that they see in porn and they try to utilize those same <laughs> techniques are sometimes not realistic. Um, and they don't promote, they don't, a lot of porn doesn't promote safe sex at all. That's I agree. I agree that uh, a lot of times people get uh, the impression that this is um, expected behavior uh, on what we call a normal basis, right. when in fact it is acting. Uh, and uh, so I think that's one of the biggest misnomers about uh, pornography. Awesome. Um, I want to touch back on Janae's piece about safe sex because I think um, that's a really good conversation to hint at, especially considering our recent topic on sex mm -hmm. education. Uh, but before we go to that, I think a misconception people have about it is, I think, twofold. One, that it's, um, I think, one, that, you know, it's, this is how sex is, mm -hmm. right? There's... Build up sometimes isn't awkward. Ending things isn't awkward. Right. Um, people aren't getting up. People aren't, you know, passing gas. Like, it's just, it's very, like, uh, movie. Like, like right. Um, it's not realistic. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, on the opposite end, I do think that um, there has been research showing it being a very educational tool for, um, especially couples, especially. Um you think about couples that have gone through, um, example, <clears throat> I had a friend I went to church with, her husband got in a car accident, mm -hmm. um, paralyzed from the, the waist down. Right. Waist down. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I didn't get too much into, like, if he has an erection or not, but she made it very clear that her sex life has been severely, like, not impacted. Not right? Yeah. She told me she went to the counselor, and the counselor was able to use certain educational you know tools pornography tools to show them um something called sensate touch s-e-n-s-a-t-e -E, um which is really awesome it's just kind of like uh positive touch um that can be um, very affirming and arousing you know um outside of our typical ways of understanding oral sex and penetrative sex right right so um she just talked about the benefits of it and how people have that misconception of pornography and she was like in my situation where you know, now I'm married to a man with a disability, and now I have to know pleasure in different ways. He needs to know pleasure in different ways. We use these videos as tools, but not as... I'm not watching these videos on the side without him. He's not watching these videos, videos on the side without me. me. Right. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think of that? I mean, I think it's... Um, for, for, for an educational 
piece, yeah, like when stuff like that happens. Uh-huh. But I think um, it's just not it. It's just not realistic in a lot of ways, and I think people, even when it comes down to relationships and when it comes down to sexual relationships people look at pornography and they expect that their sex life is going to be of a porn star or their sex life is supposed to be like okay like i done seen this video Mm -hmm. i seen how little johnny on the video hit it and i'm expecting for my dude to hit it like that or i'm expecting for my girl to perform sexual um acts the way this person, you know, did it on his video. And then it's like when you come to um to come come together to have sex and it's not what you expect and you you get disappointed because little Johnny not hitting it like that or um, you know, Susie not giving head the way Becky did <laughs> on on the video. So everybody expectations is like, oh, up here. And then when I come down here, the reality is not it's not gonna be the same. And I think people base their expectations. Some people, not all people, but some people look at porn and they they base their expectations when it comes to sex and they expect for their sexual relationship with their partner or their spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever they're having sex with, um, to be the same as it was that they watched on the porn. They don't show the emotional piece of after having sex or the cuddling or, you know, the conversations and things of that nature. They don't even show they don't even show putting on condoms and, you know, and porn, um, to even promote any type of safe sex. So I think the expectations is very um that people may have can really throw off people's relationships and the disappointments come in. Um, because they're expecting something grand and you getting a little bit of right right <laughs> a little bit of I think that uh pornography is 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 a tool that can mm-hmm. be used both destructive and constructive okay it can be used uh educationally constructive right uh as leah just just mentioned uh to show a couple uh some of the um possibilities that may exist that they had not uh, uh, been familiar with mm-hmm. uh, that can expand their relationship uh, and and you know and really support it but also it can be um, something that can be destructive because uh, it's unrealistic uh, some of the acts that happen, as it relates to in the entertainment part of pornography, because and right. and for the most part, it was intended not to be educational but to be entertainment. Right, right. And so, uh, when you look at it uh, with uh, intimate, eye, you know, in, in the sense of intimate eye, eyes, right. uh, you are actually looking at some entertainment, and oftentimes entertainment and intimacy. Although they both uh, sound similar, when you say them quick, they are not uh, necessarily going to support one another. Right. Just because something is intimate, it doesn't mean that it's going to be entertaining. And just because it's entertaining doesn't mean it's going to connect to intimacy. Right. So uh, we have to be very, very careful about uh, pornography because uh, it can have benefits, but it can also lead to some very unpleasant results yes um it could definitely turn into like an addiction um yeah i was just gonna say it can um too much pornography can cause personal and professional problems and can and, and you could possibly watch porn so much to the point where it interferes with your personal relationships it interferes with your life um and Sometimes people who depress watch porn. You know, a lot of people watch porn for different reasons, but it can def definitely um become an addiction and it can cause problems. It can cause financial problems. People who now, I mean, now porn is kind of like free. You can just watch porn like on Pornhub or mm-hmm. all these other places, and it's free where oh, you, you don't can? have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can watch Twitter. porn. Like porn is just everywhere. Yeah, like, what? 
Yeah, they just had um your boy Kevin Gates little video out on um what is it? Twitter. Like his oh his little gosh. his little uh video. This is like five second clip. Yeah. It was on it was on Twitter, but my point is like porn is so easy to get to and you know, so now you don't have to buy it. But back in the day, like buying porn was like you know, yeah, <laughs> a person had an addiction with porn, pornography, and it becomes expensive. You're trying to figure out, you know, I just had $500 in my account. Now I got like a dollar. You know, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm buying up flicks all day, you know, so it can definitely have an effect um, on it a person's a life. It is a fantasy. It is a fantasy in a lot of ways. And generally, in relation, got to, questions. In relation to fantasy. Yeah, I... Uh, it's not always going to be beneficial. Right. If you guys have questions, please ask. Yes, if you guys have questions or anything, y'all can definitely put your questions in the comments. Some we'll comments answer. Nice. You know, yes, there's nothing wrong like with uh, fantasies uh, as long as you uh, are realistic about uh, what you uh, are planning to get as a right. result of a fantasy. Yeah. You know, fantasy is really kind of like a ride yeah. that you go on, like you go to the fair. You know, you go down to the fair uh, or down to Disney World. You stand in a line that that, that goes, uh, you know, for 40 minutes. And then mm-hmm. you finally get up to the ride. And once you get up to the ride, the ride is all of 30 seconds. Well, oftentimes that's a fantasy, you know, that so uh, you can get involved with porn and, you uh, you know, watching porn, and then when you get to reality, it may not uh, result in the same kind of uh, situation. So you need to just be careful with it. It's right, it can yeah. be an educational tool, yeah. Uh, as Leah said, but uh, we uh, have seen some pretty horrific results, as well as some positive results. Yeah. Uh, um. I agree. I, I think I want to contextualize it. I think you've done a good job focusing yeah. on the risks, the not-so-good aspects of it, addiction, um, overuse, it being used for sex education. Before, yeah. you, before mm-hmm. you do that, mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to read mm-hmm. the this little snippet right here. Um, it says, the, because pornography um, right now, even with COVID, is definitely the numbers and views and stuff have definitely gone up. But... Um, and for those who don't have an addiction or for those who possibly may have an addiction, it says the problem with porn, it says those who use pornography regularly have intense urges or cravings for sex. They turn to porn when they're anxious. They also tend to struggle at work and at home. Some experts believe there's an association between excessive use of porn and dissatisfaction with relationships. So it could definitely interfere with you know, your personal relationships and stuff, like I said earlier, and definitions about how much porn is too much, how much is excessive may vary. But most experts agree that if it interferes with your day-to-day activities, you could be watching too much porn. For example, if you stop doing things you really enjoy so that you can see more of it, your sex life start being unfulfilling and you have become less interested in social encounters. So that's when you're pretty much watching a little bit too much porn and it's coming becoming a little bit more excessive than you know you just okay i'm gonna watch this clip and then you know boom but when you're continuously watching and start interfering with your life then you know that's how you know that you're indulging in it a little bit too much definitely um and that's basically what you described was um understanding intensity you know mm-hmm. it's being um, intensity and impairment, right? right? So that even goes for drinking and smoking and a whole slew of things. Right, um, there's right. been drug studies where very few cases, people mm-hmm. are really doing hard cocaine, heroin, and it's not affecting their right. work. It's not affecting their marriages. Some people just tolerance level-wise, they could just blow, blow, blow. Right, right. Um, and then some people, they have one thing and they're like scattered. You right, know? right. So I think you brought up a very good point about intensity. Um, I want to contextualize it and talk a little bit about some of the current data about it, as well as maybe some more um, differential aspects of it. So um, the U.S. is, um, well, first of all, 25% of all search engine queries are related to pornography. That's insane. One-fourth of the Internet is Mm -hmm. pornography. 
So one fourth of the one fourth. She said one fourth of the internet is pornography. Yes. So twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Um, thirty five percent of all internet downloads are related to pornography. The U.S. is the biggest porn producing country with a new pornography created every thirty nine minutes, mm. according to um, Disrail News. About forty million Americans regularly visit pornography sites. So forty million—that's a lot, right? right. And that's why I want to contextualize this conversation because forty million is a lot, a lot, and I think that's even under. Um, and about two hundred thousand Americans are considered falling the threshold of porn addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so some interesting facts that people don't really know and are surprised about. Number one, women make up um, a large proportion of viewers than you think. Um, the adult film industry converts a lot of uh, controversy from women's rights and human rights organizations. Right. But um, it's interesting enough that um, upwards of 40 to 52% of uh, porn pornography viewers are women. Um, and it's ever increasing among 25 and up population. Um, the average time per country is also different. Um, the number one leaders in pornography, um, United States, Russia, and Brazil, which is very interesting. Mm. Uh, and it's very, I mean, you see if you pull it up, the states. Right. Um, it's a, if you look up a state's, state's most popular pornography term, search terms, fascinating stuff, guys. Right. Absolutely. I'm really into it, like data and stuff but they um if you pull it up you can see it um we can probably talk a little bit about it um but florida in georgia the number one thing is ebony okay and then, i mean i'm not surprised what, what do you <laughs> ebony mean ebony, ebony is more women. black women yeah. black men and but i mean we're in the south but it's interesting because you think about the history of racism, racism you think about right, right. um desirability complexes and you know what america has told us isn't desirable and then you look at what people are people searching. People are searching, right, and it's yes. desirable behind so, closed doors. Yes. If you look at the states and you see the different topics, it's very... So it's, what what you want me to put in? Um, just type in United States map of, like, pornography categories. Mm-hmm. Um, traffic by phone. So 65% of pornography traffic is cell phones. Hmm. And as someone that was a teacher, I taught seventh grade... I found seven or eight phones in my time of teaching with pornography. Mm. And these are 14 and 15-year-olds. Age of visitors, um, 18 to 24 is high, and 25 to 34 is high. Sheesh. But also, like uh, Dr. Ebanks mentioned, 65-plus population high, 55-plus yeah. population high. The middle kind of, I think, middle age groups, they're going through their chasms. They're too busy working. Yeah, so it's kind of surprisingly <laughs> kind of low in that area. Um Exposure. So ninety three percent of boys are exposed to porn before eighteen. So good. Sixty five percent of girls are exposed before eighteen. That's insane. Wow. That's high. So I see that even with this little um, statistic right here, say sixty percent of students surveyed say they watch porn in order to learn about sex mm-hmm. and fill in the gaps in their sexual education, which definitely shows um, that we are. As as we stated earlier, that the sex education here is, is sucks. If they if they feel like they have to go watch porn to get their sex education, which is the wrong type of education to get your sex ed from, I mean that's a problem. It says out of the students that study included, seventy five percent said the sex related curriculum at their schools was not practical and and rated as it as fair, poor, or terrible. In addition to this, fifty percent of the kids said that issues that said that issues they need to know about are not covered in class. And this is why so many become students of internet porn because they want to be prepared, but don't feel like they can talk about it. So what you will, so say what you will about sex related issues being discussed in schools, but it's a real problem that porn is considered an actual source of good information about sex, which is true. You know, you just said that in your stats earlier that before, the Boys and girls before the age of 18, they're watching porn mm-hmm. just to get that education because their parents don't want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You go to church and you're having an issue. And then but it's generational. Ch- I mean, yeah. That's another thing. I mean, I guess Our it is generational. Our parents watched porn. Our grandparents watched porn. Like, it's, it's very generational, um, yet nobody wants to turn down the fire on the stove. And that's absolutely true. We don't want to talk about those things, um, I, especially when we have these platforms such as like 
church and when we have celebrities, you know, um, and we and we only talk about these things when something tra- somebody's died from having AIDS or, you know, the conversations come up where, you know, um, somebody's coming out about them being bisexual and stuff like that. And that's when we want to talk about the sexuality. That's when we want to talk about sexual health and being and like, holding ourselves accountability. Shame, you know? And I so think I we think, do a lot more yeah. shaming than any, anything, especially a lot of a, a condemning. Oh, you know, you have sex before marriage. It's a sin. You have sex before marriage, you're going to hell. Okay, so we're going to take that out and we're not even going to discuss all other sins we're just going to keep that as just one sin that we're going to discuss and you know that's not even that and and that comes from a religious aspect too where a lot of young people don't want to talk about sex because you can't you can't even go to your parents and tell them hey i'm having these issues and the first thing you feel is like you're going to be condemned about talking about sex because i i'm going to i'm going to catch something if i have sex i mean that's, it's normal. That's that's uh, that's 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 really important for us right. to constantly uh, work through. Right. Uh, however, I think what we're focusing on right now is pornography, and how I mean pornography, but pornography plays in the sex, and pornography also plays in to the. I mean, it just clearly the stats said that people are turning to porn for sex education. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So if I can't get educated by my parents or if I can't get educated from my from my teachers and uh, and get the correct information, I'm definitely going to turn to somewhere else and then I'm going to get misinformation. Um, you know, you definitely see even in porn just stuff that is just not it's just not evidence-based. Well, you know, in porn, the education is not about safety. It's about uh application of two people coming together. That's right. that's pretty much what porn is about. Right. It's about entertainment and two people or few people coming together. But young people don't know that. And, they and, don't know that. Right, right. So that's education, but what is porn really doing? I mean, and how does that affect and our I, society? And I think we're we're painting pornography with a very wide stroke brush. Mm-hmm. There's many kinds of different types pornography, of pornography right. many kinds of forms of erotica. Um, is porn watching a video of two people having sex? A book. Is it, it very different than reading a Zane novel or mm-hmm. reading a romantic novel? Is right. that more different than listening to audio and hearing people, Let- you know, or watching a movie that has very um, has strong sex scenes? You Let know, me right. jump in right. there because um, that's really important. You know, I I pulled up my uh, my my uh, Facebook and I saw porn on Facebook. Now, some people would say, "Is it porn on Facebook?" Well. I saw some very uh, revealing and what we call sketchy pictures on uh, the way people advertise themselves. Mm-hmm. Is that porn or is that just? I mean, I mean, with very. I mean, I guess you could say pornography post- can can be something to some something different to everybody. But what we're talking about on the educational aspect, where kids have to, where where kids are getting their information from pornography. And they're looking at it as if, okay, this is the only source of information that I can get about sex. You know, yes, it's it's supposed to be for entertainment. I totally agree. But when it comes down to the stats, the statistics, it the statistics don't lie about the kids watching porn because they can't get the information from, they're not getting the information, the but correct thank God information. For organizations like this, mm-hmm. because right. we're going to educate them. Mm-hmm. And uh, our biggest challenge is to uh, get the parents to understand that uh, this whole vehicle of education is about exposure. Right. Uh, it's about uh, information, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's about being real. You know, you can't uh, uh, expect people to grow if you don't uh, talk about what's going on around you. So I think so, and I think just adding to an earlier point, like we're painting it with a, bl- a broad brush. There's many different types of pornography. There are feminist-deemed uh, pornography. There are pornography with women directors. There are pornography systems that only use protection. Pornography right. systems that only use people with disabilities, so they have inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, pornography that only uses black people, because that's another thing, diversity right. in porn, yep. right? Definitely. Porn is still a very Caucasian, heterosexual space. Um, and there's porn directors like, I want natural women. I want black, black women. women. I want yep. women that... Um, have not gotten certain things done, you mm-hmm. know? 
Um, I also do want to share the different side. Um, a study from Denmark 2019 showed that men and women um, considered pornography as a positive influence in their life. They credit it with improving their sex lives, expanding their sexual knowledge, their attitudes towards the opposite gender, and even their general quality of life. Mm-hmm. Those who used it mentioned the most common reason for using it was to pleasure themselves and they consider it a source of material for um, positive pleasure. Um, The study also mentioned the very different types of pornography. Um, They mentioned pornography of um, amateur, where people are real people putting a camera on their headboard and and showing the real. No no makeup, (laughs) no rolls under their body, but you know, that's an aspect of it. They talked about feminists, um, directors deciding to um, you know, film with women um, that are of different body shapes using only um, you know, condoms and contraceptives in their work, mm-hmm. um, vetting certain people. Um, so I just wanted to add this piece because, like I said, um, 400 million is a lot. Right. Um, and I think when we have these conversations, I think risk factors are important. Prevalence are important. Right. Um, development is important. I am, a, as a therapist, as someone that's very progressive in my pol- politics and leanings, um, it worries me when I hear the under 18. Even music, though. Music has a but, huge influence as well. If, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about sorry. pornography, yeah. we could add the music in there, too. I mean... The music never, industry yeah. is... is uh, it's, it's but I just very, wanted to add that piece. I think it's so thank important. You. Thank you for um, that. The music yeah. industry... For the contextual part of yeah. this. The music industry plays... Uh, oh, I have a, a huge role in promoting uh, the introduction of pornography, and and I don't think it's intentional. I think it's entertaining. It's supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed to be right. entertaining, but uh, and and but if you look at it and look at um, the areas that that are focused on in order to sell the music, right? And, I mean the lyrics too. I mean well, even taken out of you know. You know, pornography conversations, but the lyrics are yeah, the very, lyrics very are, can be are, um, demeaning. You know, are suggested, um, but the images yeah. that they use in order to actually sell yeah. the uh, but I think um, the art. Yeah, the images, the lyrics, thinking about all those pieces and gender, which we didn't really talk, talk too about much right, as of yet. Right. But all those pieces are so important. And I think also to add that pornography, as of now, is still very thing that thrives in secrecy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think in having these conversations, I don't want to think we're not talking about anything company wide, but we've had trainings and in our trainings, it has coming up that people are going on porn sites while at work. It's coming up in our system, you know, so it's just showing that. I mean, I think we're, we do good jobs of advocacy and this and that, but it's like your own code, like people like everyday real life people are at work watching porn, watching porn, you know, and I think it just. I don't know. I don't know. But I just think that, bringing that piece up, I'm just thinking of, oh, I don't want to say any names. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe people are doing that. You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, they are. I mean, it's true. And um, I think it brings a conversation about pleasure, you know? Are we... If it's if it's so popular, like what what is it saying about pleasure? What is it saying about loneliness in America? Right. You know. Um, and I think and then just, what are some of the aspects that might be? You know, people are using it. They're not affected. They they're not. You know. I don't know. And I think that just goes back to the lack of education. Yeah. When it comes down to to sexual health overall. Oh, yeah. When it comes down to knowing your body, what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. Um, you know, it's made to be out this horrific thing like sex is just deemed to be Mm -hmm. um supposed to be not pleasurable unless you're married or Mm -hmm. you know not pleasurable unless you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. and I think there's just just this huge misconception when you hear sex some people cringe Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like you know when you hear the word sex people cringe some people cannot say it Right. Some people will literally say, oh, like, oh, sexy no. time or when we're going to have fun time. Yeah. Like we're people cannot even say word. Yeah. People cannot pineapples. even say it. So I think. Right. I think that's what but, well, pineapples um, mean they don't like it. But according to. My second question was, do you feel like pornography has influenced popular culture? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Yes. I, I was going to say yes because I'm just thinking now in my personal friend group, um, a conversation a lot is do you want to be filmed like with your right. sexy time with your man or and whatever? Like, or your partner, time. Your, I don't you know, want to be filmed. Any kind of person. And it's getting a lot more common, you know? Right. And I was just telling somebody the other day, I was like, I don't know if my mom's generation, like, I don't know if they had these, you know, that pressure, like, you got to be on the camera, got to, you know. Now, I'm, I'm happy that I'm assertive, and I think if I that were my situation, I would be able to assert myself. Right. But I also think about all these young women that yeah, are, get online, and you know, and I okay think I worked in a school where, their only fans, where I saw a student's, um, giving oral sex on Facebook. Right. And then that was child pornography, right? Right. So it's just right. like, we ha- there's so many layers and as we can talk about pleasure we can talk about positive benefits but we also have to talk about that fine line right what does it mean when a middle schooler is posting this on facebook somebody said pornography is played has played various roles in the context of sex now the lack of sex can be fed through different negative actions and that is absolutely true i totally agree um, pornography has definitely played a huge role when it comes down to, you know, the context of sex. My bad. Oh. Yeah, I was reading a comment, but oh, yeah, yeah. it definitely has the, uh, a huge, um, it, it's a lack of sex. You know, like you said, a lot yes. of people are not having sex because it's like, okay, I got porn. I can please myself. I can masturbate. So, and I'm, and I'm just being real. Like, that's what they do. I can masturbate. So I don't have to have sex with my partner. And it's just like, okay, husband and wives are like, okay, so I want to please you. Yeah. But I can't please you because now you're already satisfied through this, I, can I, can I jump this in source. Real quick? I'm so sorry. Yes. I don't want to lose my thought. <laughs> um, there also has been studies shown that both in the heterosexual and the, um, non-heterosexual communities Mm -hmm. that now um you know back in the days so say in older days you know you're at a club you see somebody you go talk to them right or you you court them you go you go talk to the other person they said now do kind of the advent of, of porn being um so accessible and people using it it's like I was just telling my friend, like, you go to a party now, nobody's talking. No. I mean, nobody's, but that's just, so, that's just what social media no, technology when I tell you in general. People, you're like, oh, that person's kind of attractive, but nobody's. It's like, I'm comfortable. I got my phone when I go home. Right. I got my book when I go home. Right. I got right. my my ego, you know? Right. So I, I think it's definitely affecting. Yeah. I want right. to piggyback on what you said. Yeah. Uh, uh, in this culture, um, Unlike the culture that when I was a teenager or let's say when I was in my 20s, uh, in this culture, you can date and never leave home. Yep. You can, I mean, you don't have to ever leave home. Quarantine dating. Quarantine. That's the next episode, quarantine dating. Even before we even looked at that, the statistics show that the average average Mm -hmm. teenager 30 years ago uh, had a driver's license by 16, 18 years old. Yeah, now he's the average right. teenager. And yeah. the reason why is because they wanted to get to their where they were going so they could socialize. With right, mm-hmm. right. Now, teenagers are not having driver's license nope. until you're in their 20s. My little the cousin why, does not have a driver's license. I'm not going to lie, I didn't get my driver's license until I was like The reason why is because they can set right at home or they can set with their um, uh, electronic Those device yep. and entertain company. And right. with that being said, uh, that's what that's one of the other things that porn is providing. They can have intimate, what they deem intimate entertainment with just the porn, I mean, with, with the electronic device mm-hmm. and in the privacy of their homes. Right. So... A lot of that is happening, and it's porn. I mean, that's a form of porn. And uh, the statistics show that um, the reason it's on such an, a rise is because at, at the time when I was Oh, I got a they, good question. They didn't have these mm-hmm. electronic devices. Right, right. And so uh, 
It wasn't that it wasn't around then. Yeah. I mean, I had magaz- that- y'all had magazines. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. we had Jet, you know. yeah, Jet, uh, y'all we, had you know, Playboy. And, well, uh, I mean, we didn't, we we really couldn't buy too many Playboys, but we really? had Jet magazine. I mean, yeah, and we I mean, bought the Jet magazine because we wanted to see the swimsuit issue, yeah. and that was the porn that we saw. Yeah, I mean, some of us were fortunate enough to be able to go down and get a penthouse or to get mm-hmm. a Playboy, but for the most part, it was we was looking at the Jet magazine. Mm-hmm. The girl every month we that. That girl was the one. Did y'all see little uh, January on the front page? Right, right, right. So uh, dating is has taken on a whole nother, another another uh, dimension. Uh, porn has taken on a whole another dimension. You make your own porn. I mean, you don't have to. When I was a kid, you had and we to got have video a big, editing now on wait our phones. When, when I was a kid, you had to have a big camera on your back. Nope. And all of this kind of stuff. So nobody. Now you see a celebrity. Now. You got porn right here. You can go live on yeah. your porn. So, yeah. it's yeah, a whole different... A question I have job. is, we're talking about pornography, we're talking about access, all those different things. Question to my two relationship lovers, people that are in happy, healthy, you know. Is it considered porn if you get a nude from your partner? Is if it considered a, I mean, a nude picture? Is it considered porn if... Your partner's in the bathroom and they showing you stuff and they send it to you. Is it considered porn if y'all take a video together and y'all both look at that video? That's a good question. Why don't you answer that for us? She asked us. No, I'm asking y'all. Y'all in a relationship. Y'all have partners. I mean, so, I mean, I mean, people find it sexy to send their partners and their, Mm -hmm. you know, um, pictures here and there. I mean, it's still nude. Like, it's still nudity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, now, if it's on the internet, because you like... No, it's just some revenge porn it's just on your phone. type of thing. Okay, so if it's just on my phone and it's for my personal yeah. sake and for my husband, that's ours. Yeah. That's just... I don't... I don't, still, I, don't have, I, I don't have any qualms. I don't... I um, just... I, I, won't, I don't know if I would take it that far, though. Yeah. I mean, as far I as like video, I don't think, I think it's. It I don't think as far as if like video myself. It stimulates you, right? I mean, I still can. Cons- I, I still think it's still porn because it has nudity it, in it. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm naked, yeah. let, me, <laughs> like, let me jump. That's in. a question. And we, well, y'all at home? What yeah. Do so, do you guys think that sending your um, significant other, your boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 whoever, um, uh, a naked picture, picture a new naked picture, videos, naked video of yourself? Is that considered to be pornography? Um, and so just type your answers in the comments and then we'll kind of like, yeah. Let me, let me jump in here mm-hmm. and say that uh, to each his own, you know, and you have to. Uh, but it's still considered porn though. Right, Is it porn? Right. You have to be resolute with what you, what's important. But would you consider to, it? I would consider it porn. Okay. Uh, and I'm not going to say that if I were, if I had a significant other, mm-hmm. if I was in, uh, you know, a a marriage or whatever, yeah. uh, that I would not uh, take a picture. But knowing what I know now, I'm not going to send it over the air. Right. I'm yeah. well, I I'm mean, not going to send it. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because this, I, I think I need to get this out. Okay, get it out. And, and it's okay for someone else to have a different opinion. And that's of the reason why that's I said right, up front. True. To each, each his, his own. own. Right, that right. was So, y'all go ahead and write. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I just, what, what what I know, I'm not sending her the picture over this. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not saying I'm that so, I wouldn't take I'm a picture scared. and me and her look at it. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, but I'm not sending a picture. I'm going to go to the old Polar uh, my own camera, <laughs> and, and do it. Because the iCloud. Because once you send it out, that it's there. somewhere on a server, right? And so, and when you go to get that job, you don't know whether or not that's has the possibility. I'm not right. saying it yeah. does because I don't have all the information. I have a funny story, real quick, and I'll let Janae go around the chat. I think mm-hmm. you had something to say. Uh, Tamara Mori from Sister Sister. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a um, husband. And she took sexy pictures for him and, like, some video. And she was, like, taking off her bra. You know, she's just being real cute for her husband. Right. And um, people don't know this, but if you plug in your phone and you're playing music, mm-hmm. your phone will go on slideshow mode. So 
Her phone was on slideshow mode. She had friends over. Everybody's staying. Next thing you know, you hear, ah! <laughs> and she goes, oh, and no. it is her half I'm naked. Just saying. I'm just and it's just like a, it's an accident, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, oh my gosh, like right. it's so easy. I mean, I think it's. I mean, when you're with your significant other, yeah. and you know that. I mean, well, I don't know. I kind of like have to. I have to kind of like. I have to kind of like double take that now. Just to think about um, the incident Victoria was telling us about oh about their gosh, friend. Yes. And That's the how, yeah, the chick was sending old boy um, vagina pics, and um, he had a video out, and there was. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I I kind of agree with you to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you taking sexy pictures for your significant other. That's cool. Be careful. Don't make have no moles, no tattoos. But the video, I don't think I could video. The video thing is, and and, and I think people be like, oh, you on video, is something wrong with you? No, there's this misconception that you have a lack of self-esteem or a lack of self-confidence. I don't know, self-esteem, but like the self-confidence. And I think it's just that risk, you know, of it just getting out into you know, onto the internet and somebody just seeing everything. Like, I, I'm not there. <laughs> like, and you I will never be there. Yeah, <laughs> I think as a single person... I think I get the tripod, the little video. It's something, <laughs> it's something you should talk about while right, doing it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right, because videoing. I think for me, I would be really, really angry. Not even uncomfortable, just angry to be in a situation where a guy's like, I picture like I need this like I need just I need videos like that's important to me like we should talk about that you know that should be a conversation that should be a conversation right this is a very good thing to add to my little Rolex let me let let me say there was a situation where uh, I had a friend who uh, was dating Mm -hmm. a a lady and um, and after a, a long evening with the lady he took a shower she took a shower, and when he came out of the bathroom, she snapped a picture of him. Oh, and beep, and so and so, but he didn't know that he he was he was a picture. Yeah, him. he didn't know. That probably is not. You know, but that's even when, but, when but, it comes. But let me say. And so what happened was the evening went went it went on, and she went home, and he went about his business, and they were talking and laughing. A couple of weeks later, and she sends him a t- a a. a, a a picture of him in Ooh. the bathroom. What do you think about that? No. I mean, I feel like it's disrespectful because what I was just getting ready to piggyback off of what you and said. And what she said was, it's just between me and you. No, because there's an incident where... I mean, it probably is a nice nice picture, but I don't want to find out that but I'm being... She should have asked him. Or, uh, that I'm being videotaped. Right, because no, some guys, no, 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 some guys will be having sex secret while they, yes, or why they hitting they from call the back. It, um, I'm they, just being it. They call yeah. it revenge porn, and that's illegal in twenty in few states. I think it's illegal in Florida too. Right. So the guy got the video up like this while he hitting dog style or whatever, and then the girl don't even know she's being recorded, but he's recording her. Or whoever is being recorded, and then you find out I got a tattoo. That tattoo looked like <laughs> the tattoo on my back, cause and I, I mean I don't have a tattoo. But what I'm saying is, some people I just I just think it's wrong. You know, if we're gonna do something, we need to consent because that goes consent, back to consent consent, consent. consent when it comes down to having sex, we need to have some type of con- consent um, for us to be able to do these things. Because if I didn't consent for you to record me, I want my coins. Yes. <laughs> like I want consent my is everything, and I, I always educate. Coins. Consent is my yes means yes, my no means no. Right. Consent right. can change. Consent can easily change. I can say I want Little Caesars pizza. Joey goes takes me to Little Caesars. We're driving. We're turning the corner. I'm like Joey. I don't think I want Little Caesars anymore. If Joey force <laughs> feeds me Little Caesar, he has broken my consent because right. I have changed my mind. On route to Little Caesar. That's real cute, but if Joe, if, if Joe <laughs> is, is in was in the middle of the act, he's right at the point of incision. No, Joey. No, and Joey. you said no. Now no, Joe, that woman, and throw it in the bush. Yeah, now, now right. Joe, Joe, Joe is Just emotions kidding. and everything is all up to, you know. So you may have an issue, and I'm not suggesting that Joey should go on. No. But I'm just saying to you, yes is. 
I mean, yes is yes and no is no. But be careful when you let that's be careful. Let it out. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna I'm because gonna every decision no. uh, has consequences. <laughs> that's true. I mean, no, it's just no period. Yes. If I tell, if we, I don't care how far we are. If we in the middle of Amber Rose said about that. she's like, the, I could be naked, right? On me if, if I say no. Be, matter of fact, we talked about marital rape. Like marital rape is real. Like yes, oh my God. Listen, marital rape is so real, and people be like, oh no, marital rape is not because if you marry, it's supposed to be for the spouse, and your body is not your body, and my body is not. Listen, if I'm telling you, I don't want that right now. That's just that. And there's a scene. Like, I don't know if any of you guys I can't, watch. You cannot force me to have sex with you. I don't know if any guys watch mad men but mad men with joan and her husband oh my god that up to this day makes me cry right her husband raped her on the show it was it was like in the 50s and you know but like i think everyone should watch that because it will it's a very good conversation starter it's really sad it makes you cry but um it's a very marital rape is real i don't care how far we get into i don't care if we had the climate so if i tell you to stop to stop that no no is no like consent and i also wanted to add um because what we talked about with the situation and it ended up you know the guy ended up saying i'm gonna post this right you know whatever yeah revenge porn revenge pornography um is basically defined as um me and joey are dating Mm -hmm. Um, i make a video for joey or me and joey engage in the act and there's a video of us and we break up i break it with him and he's not happy. And no, listen, it ain't always that way. It's not always that, that way. way, right? And he's not happy. And he's like, "Look, I'm gonna post this video of you, you know, on Facebook, and you're mm-hmm. friends with my aunt. You're still friends with my mom. My mom like you, my dad like you know, whatever. It's like that's considered revenge porn. I want to read this really. My name's not Joey. No. <laughs> revenge porn is considered a non-consensual pornography. In May 2015, Governor Rick Scott made revenge pornography illegal in Florida. Mm. It's a first offense, um, first degree misdemeanor, punishable by jail sentence for one year and a thousand dollar fine. So it's illegal in Florida. Don't do it. If somebody, um, and that's another all these sexting with kids too, sexting with teenagers, but sexting, like, sexting with the teenagers, like you, you sexting your friends, and then I'm about to call my cousin after this. <laughs> You sexting your friends and the teenagers in high school. Like, um, I heard about uh, someone, a school I used to go to, and um, the the girl, her and the dude was having sex on film, and then she got an iPhone, airdropped it to all the students. And it's kind of like, you know... And, and that's a crime, too. So, if you want to talk to your kids about yeah, sexting... Under, that's what, let's first sexting, say that. Under 18, 18. any sort of picture video that's considered child pornography yeah. i i don't even like i have a many um younger cousins and stuff they come to me for stuff i always tell them i don't even if y'all in a relationship y'all got whatever i don't know what the kids do nowadays that's considered child oh. pornography i just have to put that out there yeah. like you can go to jail for that jso can arrest you like that's a very serious offense yeah, yeah. and i don't think i know when i was in middle school People were in high school. People were doing that, but I never even. I don't even think I had the term child pornography in my head. You know, I don't think that, that was wasn't a, something that we were thinking about. You know, right. so I do want to stress that, like under eighteen, that's considered child pornography. Yes, even um, if you're in a relationship, even if you're consenting, child pornography. Yes, yeah, sexting is not cool. No. Um, sexting a twelve-year-old when you're twenty-five. No, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, um, we, I just. Oh, we yeah, almost we done. Probably, yeah, yeah almost we're almost done. done. Um, if you gotta go, you can go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole porn pornography thing, we're definitely gonna do another podcast next week for sure. Um, I guess we can kind of like extend. Yeah, and I guess I think a helpful way to um, kind of wrap this up is, what is one thing from our conversation today that you feel like you can educate others about? Because I feel like I, I gained some stuff. Um, for me. Um, just b- being confident enough in who I am, um, knowing what I like and what I don't like, so I don't have to turn to other things negatively to, you know, boost me up. And um, just being, yes, I'm gonna stop computer going proud of that, but just being more of um, in tune with myself mm-hmm. that I'm confident where I can consent, where I'm confident where I could be okay with my nose mm-hmm. and be okay with. You know, just this is not what I want. This is not what I'm gonna accept. You know, and just education. Education. Education is important. And I always educate that pornography is a 
a tool. It could be a good or bad tool. And it's a arousal is a box. Mm-hmm. Pornography in a perfect world should not be the only thing in that box. Yeah. Right? So I think it goes back to kind of like what you said, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, the thing I got from it is um, at one level or another, pornography is going to touch most everybody's life. Yes. Uh, be it uh, from, in, from, from an entertainment perspective or from an educational perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we all need to be, become aware of and don't look at it as though it's something uh, to be ashamed of. Right. Uh, it, it, it can be an educational tool. And uh, so that's what I got from this. Awesome. And I think what I got from it is um, have the conversation by any means necessary. Right. Um, and to consider the impact of pornography on relationships and on dating. Like I'm, I'm very um, enlightened now to consider... Um, nudes and 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 pictures mm-hmm. and different people's perspectives on that you know because right. i think we all kind of have the like are you same religion are you what are your you know are you close to your parents whatever but i don't think we ever bring in that you know media element you right, know? right um is that important to you what does that look like if i weren't to do it maybe it'd be better if you you know what i mean right so um i don't know why but i guess just the conversation we had today just makes me think of how important that conversation is right it's very important and i just want to stress for those who are viewing or have viewed and on our podcast that um you have one more thing to say no, no. oh okay <laughs> on our podcast that um here at crc wellness center our address is 5206 North Pearl Street, Jacksonville, Florida, zip code 32206. We do offer free um, HIV and hep C testing. We give out condoms. Um, We do talk about the different STIs and STDs. And maybe our next conversation or our next um, podcast, we can definitely um, hit on some of those STIs and STDs, the, you know, um, symptoms and signs and stuff of, of that nature but we do offer like I said free HIV testing free hep C testing we do the counseling the pre and post counseling um, I am certified to be able to do the testing um, Leah's for, for certified Mr. Eugene I believe I'm not certified at this time, at this but time. I can uh, issue condoms yes so we can issue condoms and everything um and if you're just needing somebody to talk to we are a non-judgment zone we are a safe space lgbtq plus all inclusive and we do offer case management service and services that um people may need and they are free because we are federally funded so if you know someone who may need condoms um, need testing done please come see us again at 5206 north pearl street Jacksonville, Florida, zip code 32206. We are here here to help non-judgmental. And um, let me add this in here. Everything is confidential. So whatever you talk to one of our counselors about, whatever you come in for your testing, we cannot disclose any information. Unless it's harm to yourself, others, elderly abuse, or child abuse. Yes. So everything is confidential. I don't care if you, (laughs) I don't even care if you personally know me. I cannot disclose any information that you talk to me about. Out. Um, if you do decide to um, come and get tested and everything, this is what we're here for um, to to be a help to you. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you got any comments at the bottom, or if you just want to, you know, leave something, you can definitely um, tune in and just and just let us know um, what you think. You can give us topics that you would like for for us to talk about. We can do that as well. And we actually have podcasts as well. Um, if you want to get in touch with us on our um, social media, you can follow us at Project Star underscore wellness at Facebook. You can follow us at Project Star underscore wellness on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can also follow all of us on eptsquad.com. And that's how you can get in touch with us. So thanks, guys. Woo-hoo. Peace. Oh, still more. Awesome job, Janae. Yep, she did great. I know you're tired, I'm tired.